Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Happy Tuesday, Jen. It's podcast recording day. How are things going in your world today? They're going well. Busy, as you can hear, with the emails flying in. I have to say 2022 has arrived with flow and cold. It's pretty cold outside my window, but a beautiful sunny day. So I'm excited. How about you, Michelle? I'm excited with you. I'm just so grateful that we get to connect remotely. I'm so glad that we're on this remote working pathway with all our listeners. It's one of the highlights of my week is coming here and recording with you. So. Well, likewise, I think this is, you know, certainly our routine. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about routines and how important they are in terms of thriving in the long term with remote work, which is, you know, we're almost coming into year three of the world having gone remote, which is fascinating. Sort of like, you know, there really has been a pre, pre-pandemic and a, and a pandemic mindset. So, we talked a couple of years ago about, you know, what do people need to get up to speed, but everyone's been at speed, if not above speed for a long time now. So how do we thrive in this long haul in the long term of remote and or hybrid work? Such a valuable question. Anything that I can learn about thriving in the long term, because like you said, it is around for a while. It's not going anywhere. Great topic to cover. Thank you for bringing this conversation to the table. Even though I'm slightly congested today, I apologize if my voice sounds off, but thank you for listening anyway to this valuable topic. So where are we going to start? Well, I, I actually heard your voice in my head as I was starting to share this with you and this episode idea, because, you know, so much of your work, Michelle, is about helping, you know, people find that remote work rhythm. I always think of you with your remote work rhythm. And it made me start thinking about, you know, really what is helping everyone find the flow um, at this time? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard moments. You know, uh, people aren't are getting impacted by the virus, uh, you know, immediately and directly and, you know, at afar. And so even with a work context that is ever changing to have health issues and family responsibilities, you know, it can be a lot. And so how do we really go from, you know, just doing okay to thriving or how do we move from languishing to just, you know, doing okay? I think one of the things is really the routines, right? Routine 
helps us create structure even when there is uncertainty. And certainly, uncertainty abounds, right? Uh, uh, lots of changes, continued changes. So first thing that came to my mind, I was thinking about routines. And I, I wonder if you'd be open to sharing too, like what routines have you been able to consistently uh, follow or, or cultivate, say, over the last couple of years that have helped you continue to really do great work um, in this space? I, I would say that it started with you when you introduced me to that, the power of the pause and really doing annual and quarterly and monthly pauses to plan, plan, do, track. That's really a huge part of my routine. Um, and then that continued when I became that real life process facilitator um, and they introduced me into another rhythm of uh, it's the sustainability piece and it's rest, renew and review. Um, and where you do it in 90 day cycles, but you also do even um, weekly review. Um, you can do weekly renewal. Um, you also do quarterly renewal where you have expanded blocks of time where sometimes you might just get away, get even get out of your house, book time somewhere um, if you can. Uh, just step away from your normal and do some reflection work. Also go and do some fun stuff if you can. Um, I went recently to Florida and rode 13 miles on a bike on the beautiful beaches, the bicycle. Wow. Um, that's renewal for me. Um, and it's those pockets of time uh, that really, really help me stay in here for the long haul for that sustainability piece. But how about you? What What works well for you? You know, the routine, the, the the regular routine of my workflow, I think I really appreciate. I am an early bird. I like to get up early. Um, the days are starting to get longer. I really notice that. But it's just having that time early, early morning to think, to pause, to reflect before the busyness of the day ensues. And unlike you, you know, I, I've forgotten, even though it's only been a few months, but I'm really, you know, a person who likes to work hard and play hard. And while a lot of people look at my workflow and think, oh, my goodness, she's always working. You know what? Like, I love my weekends. And and some people really still expect me to reply on weekends, but I won't. You know, like once Friday night is done, I'm off. I'm offline Saturday, Sunday, and I'll come back on early morning, Monday. But my routine is, you know, work hard all week and then come off. And it's it's been exciting these last few weeks. We've, you know, my parents and I have bought this property that is by a lake. It's like a half hour, 40 minute drive from here. So as they've moved into our house, um, it's a weekend retreat for all of us, themselves included. And it's much more accessible. My house was really not built, you know, 13 years ago with like accessibility for 80 year olds in mind. And so it's really nice to go somewhere compact where it's one level and they have their space. My son and I have our space and it's, you know, quiet like we all say wow it's so quiet here wow. it is like to the pause it's just nice um yet if you open your door and we're on the ground floor so we have this little terrace that of course is covered like a little backyard that's covered in snow at this time but they have um they have all these events right like it's like skating outdoor skating and cross-country skiing and you can hear people as soon as you open your door so it's like you go from quiet to like being in a community if you want to so to me routines and just like the delineation one of the things i thought we 
I would like people to think about is also the boundaries, right? Like with routine comes boundary. What are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? And um, throughout my entire career, I've always appreciated like at least an off button. Even when I was on call for many years, some weeks, 24, seven a day, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that was, that was really tiring. It made me appreciate, you know, when you're off, you're off, you just got to go off and, and totally shed whatever you're doing. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking of today. Thriving. Yeah. Boundaries. I think, you know, they've been talked about a whole lot more now. Um, I think they're front and center because people realize working remote, sometimes you can, you can even violate your own time boundaries um, really easily, whether you're passionate about something or your workload has increased and you feel like you have to work more hours than you did before. But it doesn't take long working in that stance, whether, again, you're passionate about it or it's something that's brought upon you to realize you cannot sustain long term with that, you know, for your health care, your self-care, your relationships, it starts impacting anything. So boundaries yeah. are a gift for you and those around you. So we'd like to invite all the listeners to think about what are those boundaries you you have in place? Maybe what are the boundaries you want to invoke or maybe shore up a little bit uh, along with your routines? What's helping you do great work, whether you opt for a work hard, play hard, or some other rhythm, right? Like it doesn't have to be the rhythm I described. It could be whatever you want it to be. And, and you just said something about, you know, um, you know, the burnout, right? There's so much research that's coming up around this. And what I'm really conscious of with teams, I'm, I'm getting called to do a lot more work with teams again, which is really refreshing to see, right? I think 2022 has brought an appreciation that, you know what, this is going to be here for a lot longer than we expected. And we need to do something to support our people. And a lot of organizations have been reaching out to us at Potentials Realize to say, hey, can you, can you do something with our team, even virtually, which I'm really excited about. And as you know, we've talked about this here, the importance of like building those solid relationships and getting clear alignment around results. What are we really aiming towards? What is what is reasonable? What is a stretch? You know, what is required in our work when we haven't maybe even physically been together for two years? Like this is the long haul. <laughs> this is not a short term. And we we can't just say, oh, we work together. Like we really need those relational webs bonding us back together again, whether it feels like it did when we were in cubicles or whether it feels a little bit different. It's so important that we take the time to really build those relational webs and the solid, almost like arrow quiver of, you know, results. What is it on the bullseye that we're really aiming towards? Uh, Because if we don't all have that same view and that same clarity, very hard in the remote hybrid or virtual space to even be in the same neighborhood sometimes. Oh, that's so true. Clarity of vision and keeping that vision front and center. You know, I just even think about us here, you know, doing this podcast. We even need it for that. We need the clarity of vision of like, where are we going? What's the project? Um, What are the results that we're hoping that our listeners gain? I mean, this applies in so many different atmospheres, even if you're not considered on a team at all times, right? Working a 40 hour week, it may be specific project teams um, that you have. These are the important conversations that you need to have. So yeah, clarity of vision, 
um, can also keep the passion alive, I think, um, moving forward towards something, keeping that vision front and center, keeps that motivation going. Yeah, and I think motivation is a big one, right? So motivationally, what helps us show up and continue to show up in uncertainty and change? Um, and that also speaks to, you know, having and building a strong remote team culture, which is one of our earlier episodes. So I wanted to bring us back to that as well, is like, how do we really thrive? Well, we want to feel like we belong. We want to feel connected. And this is the heart of my latest writing in Reconnecting Workspaces, of which a part of it is building strong culture. So how do you invoke mantras and mottos, right? Like, what, are you, what do you say and how do you do it? And it could be, you know, even having a shared background, uh, you know, that you all show up and do meetings with. I had, I had a set of meetings this morning with an organization I provide support to, and they all had uh, similar but different backgrounds. And it was really, it was actually quite um, restful, I felt. And I, it made me think, you know what, I've got to get my team some potentials realized backgrounds with the different I've just hired like different team leads for different lines of the business but I'm thinking we're going to have like a potentials realized background and then like team coaching group coaching reconnecting workspaces and of course we'll have remote pathways too Michelle so (laughs) you get one as well (laughs) I love it yes you get to apply those things that you have helped so many teams throughout the years that goes for your team as well I'm so glad to be a part of your team and I can't wait yes let's see those backgrounds way to invest I love it yeah and it's it it just it creates that sense of connection like who are we and how do we do things here so that was another piece right like thriving what does thriving mean and you know what are the things that are going to help you feel connected connected to a bigger whole connected to others so that you recognize that you know what maybe you aren't as isolated or on your own as you would you know as you might imagine and i think that continues to be a really big issue for all of us myself included right i love my work probably in part because I get to interface with so many people every day. Amen to that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And you travel the world. Like sometimes I'll talk to you at 8 a.m. and you're, you'll say, I've already been around the world. I'm like, what time do you actually wake up, Jen? But I can hear it. I can hear just that passion in you and just that delight of, listen, I love connecting with people all around the world. Um, I do. I, you know, I think if I, if if someone said, you know what, you have to stop, you know, doing what you do, I'd be, I'd be just, I would be so, um, I'd be so, I'd be so lost. Like, I think my identity too, and this is a whole other layer, maybe we do a different episode on this, but like, I think people's identity has really shifted so much in the, in the pandemic times as well. And for business owners like you and I, and, and you can comment on this, but you know, certainly for me, like a big part of my identity at times is my business. And a big part is also being a parent, being a caretaker to my parents. But it, it also is like, I love, I love what I do. And I feel very privileged that at this stage of my business, I can um, do what I do because I've made choices and, and really worked to make this happen. And in saying that as well, like I, sometimes feel selfishly gleeful that I get to work with people all over the world and I don't have to head to the airport. <laughs> I don't have to jump on a plane. I can just click on Zoom and I get to spend a little bit of time in their world, wherever that that world is. Absolutely. And there's so much backstory there. You know, I have the privilege of knowing the backstory 
um, of why you landed where you did and what brought you to this point where you could serve in this way. And um, yeah, it has been through a lot of choices, a lot of uh, difficult life circumstances that brought you here. And I have no doubt that question of what's possible has opened so many doors for you to be where you are today. And you can tell that you're serving from a place like this isn't just a job for you. Like you're serving from somewhere deep in your core that really matters to you. And I think the people that work with you feel it, Jen. Um, and it's just, it's, it's amazing. I'm so glad you're doing it. And it's sometimes those things happen through the hardships, through the unexpected things that happen in life. And I want our listeners to hear this too, because some of you might be actually going through some really, really difficult stuff right now. And it's hard for you to even wrestle with that question of what's possible. And we just want to spark hope. There's so many things that are possible right now. You yeah. could in fact find the place where you are just passionate about serving and you're passionate about showing up and that you do feel that it's deeply connected to your identity. That's possible for you too. Um, so I just love that you brought that up, Jen. Yeah. And, you know, I think to those whose life right now is, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is, you know, on those rockier paths, we, we have to, you know, and I've been there myself, like we want to let it play out. I think it's always important to remember it usually is darkest before the dawn. At least that's the theory that I've sort of seen in my own life. And, you know, we do have to let it play out. But hope, hope is essential. And I think that is that is a big piece that has been impacted in in the long term. Like the hope, the hope for what? And how do we how do we find the things that bring us joy in what we can control? And I think that's been a, you know, for me, probably my last point around today's episode. That for me was a big shift this fall, right? I realized this fall that, you know what, I could keep working as hard as I do just to, you know, keep living the same sort of path. And then I realized, you know what, my, for, my, for my parents, you know, it was an increasing hardship for them to be on their own, um, you know, for, for me to worry about them, even a block and a half away, it was like, oh, you know, just the thought of having another winter with them a block and a half away, which sounds like it's right next door. But when it's minus 20 degrees out, it's it's a life lifetime away. Absolutely. And so, you know, for me, this this fall and this journey of thinking, oh, goodness, how do we create like a win, win, win for everyone? And just trusting, you know, trusting that there would be a way. And so now to see it like the end of January, like, whoa, everything lined up. You know, my mother said the other day, like, everything just seemed to go so smoothly. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe it wasn't quite smooth, but you know what? When you set intention uh, and, and you, you throw yourself in, it's like, yeah, things, things sometimes, sometimes do line up. Not always, but sometimes. And so I, it, I have to say I feel very renewed so that I can uh, have the space now, just even getting away for a weekend, uh, just for a couple of days, like has that perspective shift. And it's like 30 minutes away, right? Like It's not like I'm leaving the country. I'm like, just go into the neighboring town. And even, you know, that's a privilege. That's definitely a privilege. But it's it's uh, it just makes such a different perspective. Absolutely. It goes back to that principle of like little things do matter. It's the little things. Uh, pay yeah. attention to the little things, the little moments. What's bringing you joy? Where do you find hope? And, and how can you expand on that? What do you want to incorporate 
more of and pay attention to the tiny. Sometimes it doesn't have to be these these huge changes that we have to make in order for the shift to happen. It can be the tiny things, one relationship, one conversation, one change in your routine can change everything. So well said. To wrap up on this episode of thriving in the long term of remote work, you've just asked us some great questions, you know, like what brings you joy? What do you love? What do you want to incorporate more of? What's the shift, perhaps, the the micro shift that's going to help you find some of that joy or some of that peace again as well? So, listeners, we love having you join us on this journey. Please share this with your friends and your colleagues. And if you have ideas for this third season, by all means, reach out to us. You can find us online at remotepathways.com. See you again soon. Take care, everyone. 